Right then, here we are. Uh, another episode of the globally acclaimed From the Pub podcast. Uh, I don't know if you know, Charlie, we can say that now because we had a listener in Japan this week. Oh. Um, oh. Decent work from the boys there. Um, and uh, if that is you and you're listening again, appreciate it, mate. Um, cheers for that. Um, but yes, I'm Ethan Williams. I'm, I'm joined by Charlie Hamilton, as you can uh, imagine. And uh, we've got another busy week of uh, important stuff to... Uh, not ignore, but but sort of discuss other topics about. Um, and uh, yeah, from from that, mate. Um, any any opening thoughts to to get the show rolling? Well, my opening thought is I hope this Japanese bloke can speak English because otherwise it's sort of just a, or or at least comprehend English. Otherwise, it's sort of a, you know, he's just mm. sort of there. I'll be honest. Yeah, so with you, I, I would imagine that a Japanese bloke listening to a, a podcast could probably understand English. No, no fair play. Well, I hope you hope you're enjoying yourself, mate. And um, yeah, shout out to you out in Japan. Tell tell your mates. Yeah, tell all your friends, mate. All of yeah, them. and let's hope they let's hope they speak English as well. And mate, to be honest, anyway. if if we keep growing the listenership out there, maybe we'll have to do a tour out there one day. You know? Yeah, yeah, mate. Go and have some sushi. Oh, and what uh, whatever sport they they do do out in Japan, you know, don't even know what they do. Well, they, you know, their football team's getting decent, actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no I, I'm not joking. I, let me look this up. I think their football team beat Belgium like six 0 or something. Mate, somehow every somehow just you, you you pluck out a a national side who's doing well most weeks. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious, mate. <laughs> it was it the other week? A- Angola. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, <laughs> you were hot on fucking, Angola. No, it was. Uh, who was it? Um. Oh, mate. Oh, I can't remember that. One of the ones. It was one, one of those that begins with uh, Albania. Albania, the Albania. Albania. They were on a good run, mate. Yeah, <laughs> few good results. No, mate. Um, yeah, so well, that, wanna, oh no, wanna... that's right. So Japan beat Germany four-one. Oh, it's the Germans in, in Germany though. So yeah, a bit of a cold in that place. Volkswagen Arena. Yep. <laughs> in Wolfsburg. Good, uh, good pronunciation, mate. Anyway, Germany are a good side at the minute. It's quite nice. Um. Yeah, they are, mate, to be fair. Yeah, I only got through episode one of their Amazon Prime documentary, where it was just the build of the World Cup. Speaking of Germany, mate, um, tough week for Harry Kane. Yeah. I mean, good, <laughs> win, good win on the weekend, but um, it, it must be hard getting eliminated in a cup competition that your team wins every single year um, by a third division team that you can't even pronounce. <laughs> Mate, Harry Kane is. I, 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 I will be willing to bet money on the fact that he will not win a trophy at Bayern, just, or at least he's going to somehow manage that. Uh, can you imagine if he like transfers away just before he wins any trophy at the end of the year or something? How unreal that would be if he just can't, he goes to he goes to the absolute farmers' league of Bundesliga and emerges without a trophy. Probably go back to Tottenham, mate. You know? Well, not what I so said. What the real irony would be is if Tottenham won a trophy without him there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not a, want that to happen. I mean, bit of a you know West Ham Arsenal situation. If if West Ham were to win a trophy again without Declan Rice before he wins mm-hmm. with Arsenal, um, I'm sure everyone's oh, for that realistically. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. I get you. Anyway, um, I quite to start looking forward, if you don't mind, mm. and uh, looking forward to a game that would have happened by the time the listeners yeah, listen so but num- great, nonetheless we, great we'll, content this, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we will yeah. give our we'll give our our prediction we're going to preview a game that would have happened by the time you listen yeah good yeah yeah it just shows we care about the audience really oh, it really does yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're thinking yeah. about what they need to hear this is an audience-centric they, show yeah as they yeah as they know the result of the uh show mm. tottenham game but yeah. no this is this is more for this is more for for us you know for okay. me the yeah. Chelsea fan yeah good mate and um but no, um, it's a big game for Poch, as we said pre-show. And um, I'll be willing to go out on a limb and say Chelsea will dominate the game and get one point. All right. Yeah. I reckon it'll it's be a... a like a sort of 1-1 one, one kind of job. Yeah, I can see it being a 1-1. One, one. I think yeah. I, I think it, I think Chelsea will go up and then bottle the lead exactly the same as against Arsenal. Okay. We, we somehow managed to dominate that game against Arsenal and, uh, and uh, end up losing two points along the way. But in the current form we're in, I think we'd take a point against Tottenham. Yep. 
No, Dennis to uh, Tottenham. I mean, much as I don't particularly enjoy them being good, I think uh, Big Ange. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Ange actually. Yeah, we've 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 said this before uh, that he seems like quite a good bloke, but mm. unfortunately he's the manager of Tottenham. So yeah. when when push really comes to shove on that one, I I, I don't think um, I don't think we'll be able to continue supporting him uh, ultimately. Um, you know, so. Feel like that fits in our bracket of uh, saying slash segments we should overuse, mate. <laughs> when push comes to shove, Warner push comes to shove, <laughs> mate. Mate, this is beyond waffle. Now we're talking about push comes to shove, roll with the punches, spanner in the works, spanner in the works, mate. That's a good. One. We got it up later in the show today. If everyone's excited about that. I know they're probably buzzing after yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm buzzing, mate. I've got a good one. I've got a good nominee. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna say it now? Or are we gonna save it? Make the listeners listen. Oh, we'll make the listeners listen, mate. Yeah, keen. Yeah, <laughs> especially that geezer in Japan, mate. This is his. Oh yeah. This yeah. is the highlight of his week listening to the show, and I, I thought I you know I wouldn't want him to have a reason to turn off after halfway, you know. Yeah, exactly. He's I'll probably gonna tell, tell. He's gonna tell all his mates about what his his spanner in the works was this week. I mean, literally, literally, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's probably oh. say that in Japanese, but you know. Yeah, it's a good say that in Japanese, mate. Well, you know. Quite, quite, quite a tough question that to answer. Um, which will move on. Are you not a Japanese boat, mate? No, no. Do, do um, you have a do you have a hundred day streak a streak on Duolingo though? It's just not for Japanese. That's the problem. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah. just for that one bloke out there, this is this is how you say it. Oh, it's not really working. Can you hear that, mate? Yeah, pretty pretty faintly. <laughs> but I'm 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 sure it's a. Uh, you're going to try again, aren't you? Yeah, well... Uh, <laughs> that last maybe... bit sounded like a spanner in fairness. <laughs> yeah, it did, actually. But, mate, maybe you can uh, come back next week and uh, we can change the title of the, the spanner in the works to uh, whatever that was. Sagyochu <laughs> no supana. Yeah, all right. Yeah, sounds good, mate. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, yeah, mate. Anyway, just just quickly thinking about what sports are good in Japan. Uh, they they always seem to hang around the Olympics, don't they? They seem to, they seem to be an mm. absolute. They seem to be an absolute fourth, fifth merchant in the Olympics. So I, I don't know where they pick up their medals. Yeah, just outside just outside of the Champions League spots, really. Should we have a look at the, what was the most recent Olympics? Um, <laughs> I really it's not something I can. <laughs> neither do I, mate. To be honest with you, neither. Um, I'm I'm thinking Russia. Russia, was it? Yeah, oh, that sounds right, actually. Yeah, Russia somehow managed to rig a World Cup and Olympics back to back. I think. I think that's actually right. a bunch of good yeah. blokes out there. To be fair, I think they deserved it. Uh, I guess that was in twenty twenty two. Was yeah, it? I reckon. I reckon they were. Uh, they they're, they're 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 a nation of the field. You know, javelin. Uh, it was a Winter Olympics. Yeah. Oh well, that's a shame. Japan got three gold medals, mate. 18 total. So, decent work. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that one Japanese bloke is a winter Olympian. Maybe he's a, maybe he's a bobsleigh man. Yeah, mate. Could could be. Mm. Yeah. Well, mate, if, you, if you're out there, you know, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> let us know in, in the comments of the TikTok, mate. Join yeah. Pedro. Pedro. Join Pedro. What a fella. Yeah. Have we yeah. heard any more from him recently? I was just kind of in- no, no. It might be it might be correlated to the lack of content, but <laughs> mm, could be, mate. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. get the TikTok manager to uh, oversee that a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let him know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers, <laughs> mate. Yeah, you do that. Uh funny. Uh, good work. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, mate, your what's your prediction for for tonight? Just on uh, nil nil. Yeah, good prediction, mate. Yeah. 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 yeah well, um, I think. It is one of them games that both teams fancy winning a bit, but don't really want to lose. I think it'll be quite mm. boring. Um, yeah, I think I think Chelsea will show a bit of something. I think I think it's been brewing for weeks. We're, we're not really getting results as yet, but we're in a sort of transition phase. We're in that mm. that part of the phase. Which is it, the quality of the football sort of on the way up. Okay, all right, good. And it, well, it, we, good performance we, against we, Brentford at the weekend last year, wasn't it? So, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's a roller coaster. You go up and down. In order to go down, you got to go up. Yeah, right. Sometimes, and vice versa. 
over the course of a long season, you've um, you just got to roll with the punches, really, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, you drop that one in. Yeah, well, you know, figured, mate. Seemed like a good spot for it. Yeah, no, no, no. well played, well played. Thank you, mate. Yeah, appreciate. Uh, it. Speak with rolling with the punches. All right. Um, West Ham playing well, aren't they? Well, mate. Tough. I've seen three three reds in the Premier League. Tough defeat against Brentford. That was not the desired performance in the second half. Um, quite a good game in the in the uh, first half. Uh, up to one, should have been up three one. Antonio missed from about half a yard out with a wide Ooh. open goal. Um, obviously that's not ideal. And then Brentford scored two goals in the second half. So um, yeah, yeah. always not in great form in the in the league at all. But in the Carabao Cup, doing wonders, mate. Uh, Declan mm. Rice came back to the bowl on Wednesday for the first time and um, left on the end of a thumping. So, um, yeah, quite enjoyed that. Uh, the, yeah, the home yeah. crowd did too. And we'll, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in the quarterfinals against Liverpool away. Good draw. Mm. Mm. Really well, spe- speaking draw. of Liverpool and also speaking of uh, Antonio missing from one yard out, I thought, uh, I thought Darwin Nunes missed a tough mm. chance. Yeah, actually, I was considering what which one I think was an easier chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in that sense, which one was harder to miss. And I'll keep yeah. going back and forth because on the one hand, Antonio was on the stretch a little bit, um, but it was still at half yard out. And then Nunes, oh, it's a bouncing ball, but you're a professional footballer. Um, you know, I sort of watched that Nunes chance and as a striker, I sort of thought, well, you know, it's not as e- that's not an easy as a chance as it, as it looks. Um, but at the same time, you are a professional footballer, mate. So, um, and you cost, I think, hundred million pounds. So probably one you've got to stick away there. Yeah, no. Um, and it was just after Klopp was singing praises about the bloke, mm, you know, saying yeah. saying how the heights he could reach is is almost scary. Indeed. <laughs> I wonder if that bloke on TikTok had a, had anything to say about uh, the Darwin Nunes miss. The old um, the lad who seems to spend his entire life singing songs about uh, Darwin Nunes. Yeah, well, you you sort of got me at that bloke on TikTok. I mean, there's quite a few to choose from. This guy's yeah. quite quite well well known, mate. All right. Any any other criteria I can try and? He's got that one great song, the old Darwin Darwin Nunes. <laughs> no, you not? No, no, still not. No, still not getting. <laughs> <laughs> you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's a maybe it's a face thing. You know, I recognise the face. But anyway, uh, Dar- Darwin Nunes is just often supplying me with, you know, entertainment, a right? good bit of content, a good bit of content to be able mm. to, to be able to take my mind off the uh, the failure of so many of Chelsea's signings, so many of those, you know, everything the one billion pounds went towards, which makes me feel happy about myself. Indeed, you know? man. indeed, um, and truthfully, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot lot to be optimistic about, you know, there. Yeah, well, mate, you did say uh, Luton would would scrap some points at home. <laughs> I did, mate. It was a good prediction. And, uh, I thought they were going to scrap three for a minute, but yeah, uh, so did I. I really wanted um, them to. You know, I, really uh, I said they would scrap some points at home, and and they they've started doing that, mate. So good. Have you seen the memes going around at the minute, which is uh, any any relegation side playing against Liverpool, and it's just a picture of prime Barcelona, just <laughs> touch passing around every single player in the opposition. Yeah, more or less, mate. I mean. Um, you know, interesting weekend really in the relegation battle with with Sheffield United picking up some points. Have Who you seen? That? Have you seen um, Who saw that hey, coming? Did you see that thing which was um, uh, at this point in the season, uh, the amount of points collected by the promoted sides. So, so I think third, third, third last is like twenty nine points, and there's twenty eight points about five years ago. This year. In at, to the to the point they did this was thirteen points for the promoted sides. Hmm. Yeah, so so we've got good good few sides been 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 brought up from the championship. Good good yeah. to see that the championship is not a not a level too far from from the Premier League. Indeed, mate, they, they have struggled rather a bit um, mm. with with the standard of football they've been asked to compete with. Um, mate, it's, no, it's, maybe maybe some of those moments, those those results will spark something. You know. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you sort of hope Sheffield that United have been knocking on the door. Uh, I would say Sheffield United. 
I think they've been knocking on the door a bit, mate. Yeah. You know, no. I think they've been there, thereabouts, had some late goals, not go with their way, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they got one to go their way this week and, uh, you know, yeah. maybe that'll springboard them onto bigger mm. and better things the rest of the yeah. season. Good terminology, mate. Mate, um, the there's been some VAR controversy, hasn't there? Mm. I'd, I'd like to hear your your mind on these matters, especially well, I think the, the Arsenal Newcastle game brought a bit of fire, didn't it? Arteta was happy. Yeah. So my general opinion when it comes to Arteta is that he's a moany, whiny, whingy tosser. Um, so I never have much sympathy for him. Um, uh, I don't really care when, when he gets upset. I think it's quite amusing. Um, and truth be told, I, I don't have much time for him complaining about decisions because I just don't particularly enjoy him being around the game of football. Um, I think he's made that Arsenal team really, really hard to like. Mm. Um, and happily, he hasn't actually made them much better. So that's that's good. Um, enjoying that. Um, so to be honest mm. with you, there was some controversy, but it's fine. Okay, okay, so not You're really. above it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just think it, uh, the one thing I don't like about some of the things that have happened this year is the way that managers have have used bad refereeing to suggest that games should be like, um, like scored differently or um, mm. like points should be allocated differently because refereeing is just part of the fucking game mm. it's part of sport and and i don't understand but yes they're not perfect they've never been perfect we thought VR would help it hasn't really helped to be true you know because they still make bad decisions because the people who are the vars are the same refs who are crap so that they're gonna make bad calls but at the end of the day that's just gonna happen and yeah. I, I just i just think it's amusing it's like well all right, Mick, you know, you didn't do anything to win that game. No. You know what I mean? He sits there and yeah. like, there was only one team trying to win the game. Well, joke's on you, mate, because you didn't score and you can't win a game if you don't score. Yeah. So, all right. Mate, it's it, it's but, tough because it's like, oh. you're absolutely right in terms of like, they're, they're sort of making similar errors and you can't get angry about it. But it's like, you're spending four minutes, like that, that the United game, like they literally spent five, seven minutes in, they spent five minutes working out this VAR call. Yeah, well, it's, it was on a West Ham like... game. Bowen scored a goal, and it, and you look at one replay, and you're like, "Oh, it's close to his arm." Then you look at the next one, and you go, "Oh, but it's in his chest." And the VAR yeah. spent three minutes looking at it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're just like, "Well, that's just awful, man." You got the players stood around doing nothing, the fans are all just sort of getting restless. And I said this from day one: is VAR makes the fan experience worse, and I don't think anybody can disagree with that. Like, I, I just think it's a fact. I think yeah, I agree. Yeah. the fact you have that VAR sort of threat, presence, whatever you want to call it, looming over means that when that goal goes in, you don't quite celebrate as hard. You don't quite go up in arms mm-hmm. the same way. And uh, I think as a result, it should only be kept if it is making objectively correct decisions mm. every time. And, and it's not. And it's still a controversy. And at what point do you just call cut time of death on it and say... Well, these refs don't know how to make it work, so we're just going to scrap it. Yeah, it's like I, I, I think it's incredible that it wasn't, it wasn't tested more. Like I feel like in 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 no other circumstance of of life, if you're trying to test something out, why is the Premier League the first thing that VARs come into? Mm. coming to work for do you see what i mean i feel like in any other circumstance in life if you've got something you're testing like let's say we've got this random new drug we're going to test and we don't know we don't know if it's got bad side effects or anything we're not right. going to give it straight to the people who need it are we it's like it, it's it, you're almost gonna have, you've got to put it through testing you maybe you've got to test on some you know some some other animals first you know i just, I just think it's stupid that they took it straight to the premier league and and used it there i just think you know well, and also, it's the fact that it's been continuously well used in other mm. teams and everything like that. Yeah, I you don't know. know like, like, like in the, you know, they the, they use a different system in the in Champions League. Right. Well, the That's Champions League works. Yeah, it's perfect. In the World yeah. Cup. In yeah, the World exactly. Cup, which is which is the biggest sort of 
pressure cooker of football, you know? Like, um, that is where, you know, if you make a howler in the World Cup, everyone's going to talk about it for a long, long time. The emotion, the passion, everything that comes with that. People are going to say things, do things, all that kind of stuff. There just aren't problems with it. And and it's okay, fine. Like, so, so is the problem here the system or is it the people? And that's what I think. I think it's the people. And I think these people involved don't know what they're doing. Therefore, mm. giving them a bunch of TVs and monitors to figure it out, it just doesn't help. No, no, I get you. I get you. But I, I, I don't know how they solve it, mate. Do they, do they just bring in Roy Keane? <laughs> They just bring in some blokes who's I've played the game, you know. Someone well, who's played the game. So what I think it should be, mate, is I think this is where the whole clear and obvious protocol should come back in. Mm. You know, but mate, it's such a vague line, isn't it? People are always well, no, going to limit you on set, time. You limit, you limit, right? You limit how long the referee's VAR assistant is allowed to look at something for. Yeah, it kills two birds with one stone. It redefines clear and obvious, and it also brings back the speed of the game. But we're not yeah. stopping for a VAR referral every two minutes, yeah. you know, and it's killing the speed of the game. You say to the referee's assistant, "Look at all the angles you want, but you've got twenty-five seconds." Mm. And if you can't definitively overturn the decision in twenty-five seconds, then then it's done. Mate, the thing I can't deal with is 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 the time they leave it before they call some offsides. Yeah, yeah. offside. I get. I so annoying. Gone. Yeah, oh, like, it's, I don't agree. It's just annoying, isn't it? No, there's, mate, there's people. There's people watching the game from side on who see it's miles offside, yeah. and just and just have to just sort of watch the watch the game go out. You know, someone's going to get injured in that period of time at some point. You know, and it's just yeah. pointless. That's ridiculous. And I'd also, rather go watch non-league, mate. <laughs> no, but it, it's no. You joke, but I remember going to watch like Carabao Cup games that that year where um, they they didn't bring VAR into the cup, but they had it in the Premier League. Mm. It was great. Honestly, there was something nice about the fact of like, yeah. if we score, we we've scored a goal. You know, mate. I've said it on the podcast before. Going to watch Exeter City in League Two in League One. Is actually like you can actually just get behind it more. When a goal goes in, it feels unbelievable. Yeah, you know, everyone just goes mental, and you 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 you, you take a little check at the lines when his flag isn't raised. You know, exactly, exactly. Back. That's what it used to be. It used yeah, to yeah. be a little tight line. Oh, no, oh, brilliant yeah. goal. Exactly. Oh mate, I just I, I, there's been times. I know they'll never just completely pull the plug, but there has been times where I just thought, lads, just just take VAR away. It's just destroying the game. You know. No, I mean. I, but it, it it's, it's it's the ultimate like if people don't know how to use something, take it away from them. Mm. You know, yeah. and exactly. and this is what it is. I, I don't believe that the referees operating VAR know what they're doing, and so yeah. as a result, you know, take it away. Exactly. Take away anyway. the chance of fucking everything up. Anyway, mate, we've uh, we've. We've covered that. We know VARs in a bit of a in a bit of a hole. Anyway, I talking of <laughs> other people in holes, mate. You, you didn't have a great week last week, did you? You didn't have a great week. I'll tell you why. All right. Uh, first of all, we talked about how good Liverpool were, and uh, <laughs> and they almost lost to Luton. But anyway, the the main point was uh, the uh, the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> Stand by what, 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 what 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 a. Uh, what a well-deserved, you know. I'm, I'm pleased I was there to watch the rightful winner, <laughs> Lionel Messi, for, for who performed for four weeks and arguably was the second best player, as as Ethan will, uh, I'm sure will, will cry about. But uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on Lionel Messi achieving the Ballon d'Or? Well. We we had this conversation last week because we all knew Messi was going to win last week. So I don't know yeah, you're saying yeah. that to yeah. tee me up, right? But <laughs> I I think Lionel Messi winning the award this year is, and I don't necessarily have a massive surprise or problem with this, but it's just it's just in my opinion corrupting the idea of an individual award slightly. Mm. because if you're asking who the best player in world football was 
for the last calendar, like for the last year, it, it wasn't him. No, mate, I tell you what's mental is he is he won by about 150 points. No, but it's just, it's just what, what that is. What that is, no, what that is though is it's that same thing. It's like, well, everybody was encapsulated in that sort of like craze almost of yeah. Oh my god, I, you know, I said I, I'm not. I wasn't surprised. I could have. I mean, if you'd asked me when he won the World Cup, because he went well, I said, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, he achieved nothing else in that season with PSG yeah. and the MLS. What What and, baffles me is they, they they talk about the weight of a World Cup win, how like oh, it's you know so big for the for the Ballon d'Or. Whereas mm. you see you see Julian Alvarez a few places down, and Messi's on about three hundred and fifty points, and Alvarez is on about twenty five points. <laughs> Yeah, and they performed just... in that same period. They performed not too dissimilarly. dissimilarly. Yeah. And Messi oh. nothing for the rest of the season. It's just baffling, mate. And it's like, um, so I don't know if you saw Martinez won the goalkeeping award, right? Yeah, yeah, right? I saw this. But he also came further down the overall rankings than another person who plays in goal. Yeah, <laughs> that poor but, bloke. But but this is my point: is is. Because no one thought Martinez was going to win the Ballon d'Or, they didn't really think through the whole thing of voting for him in that. And so Yassine Bono came ahead of him, which I think is fair because I think he's a better goalkeeper. Right? Mm. But it's 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 this thing of... Yeah, no, but, but, but that's the point is when you ask someone to objectively weigh up the quality of two players... They can do that because all anyone was thinking when they were doing the overall bound door votes was, oh, well, Messi's going to win. The rest of it sort of can sort itself out. I'm not that bothered. When it was the goalkeeping award, though, oh, Martinez was great in the World Cup when he had all the antics and shenanigans and everything. Go vote for him. And that's what I'm saying. I, I think, yeah, exactly. Does all this wobbling and everything. And I, I just think that's the point. It's like people forget what they're voting for. And what they were voting for is the best individual player. And as soon as you start saying that, the best individual player is largely determined by who he plays for. I think you've corrupted what it is to be the best player in a team sport. Yeah. You know, it is, there's always going to be an element of you, you, you can't quite define who the best player is just, just by individual performance. There's always, obviously you're not denying this, but there's always going to be that, 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 that feeling of trophies does. It does have a difference, you know? No, but it's like, I don't have a problem with, so Messi won player of the tournament at the World Cup. Did I think he was the best individual player at the World Cup? No, no, not really. But I don't have a huge problem with him winning that award because you could make the point of, well, he propelled his team to win that tournament. But that was a four-week individual tournament, not a singular tournament. And, in, and you're, you're going to base the whole world football year on that one element. I, I just I just think that's, that's flawed. And so, so, I mean, look, did I ever think anything other than Messi winning was going to happen? No. But it's it's such a strange valuation of achievements when you look at yeah. how many goals um, Mbappe scored, the level he played at. You look at Haaland, who also won the Champions League. You know, it's it's confusing to me. Um, mm. no, so it is tough. Like it's uh, when I, when I when you look back on it and you just you, you just think, okay, he's won the World Cup. But then the individual award for the best player. <laughs> and you've got blo a bloke who only performed for four weeks. It's, it's, well, so it's, that's what I'm going to say. Is, is, is when we look back on it in five years, are people going to say, oh, well, nobody played better than Messi that year? No. No. No, they're not. They're going to say, oh, well, Argentina won the World Cup, so makes sense. It's just that, that's what I say. And, and you got, you know, people just twist this any which way, and everyone, when he won, was. You know, throwing all the stuff out there about, you know, all, the, all that, all that. But I, I just, I, I said that's just the way I see it when it when it comes to an individual award, and, and that's why if I was voting, you know, I would have had him in my probably top top ten. But on the basis of the whole year of football, I, I don't think he's a, I don't think he deserved to be in the top three or four. And, and I said I'd use the example of Jorginho a couple of years ago. You know, if if the Italian manager was able to like draft his team if you like Jorginho wouldn't have even been the first player on that team sheet 
And the same with the Chelsea team that he was in. Yeah, because he happened to be on teams that won both, he was second in the fucking Ballon d'Or votes. Mate, he was one of the most hated Chelsea players for about 70%, 80% yeah. of the time he was there. And I think every Chelsea player was just like, just cracking up, really. You sold him and everyone was glad. Yeah, oh no, 100%. You know, it, it's, just, it's very funny because for a couple of brief weeks, the Chelsea fans changed their tune because they thought, oh, one of our players could win the Ballon d'Or. No. No, sorry. Wait, I'll never, I'll never forget. We, we, we beat, we beat Southampton four-one or something in the maybe like twenty, maybe twenty twenty nineteen or something. And for the first time after Jorginho just been absolutely, you know, torn apart for years, all of a sudden you're a little in classic Chelsea fashion, Jorginho, yeah, right, Jorginho, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then that's yeah, on all the social media. Think, oh, Jorginho must have played quite well there. I reckon that lasted a few weeks before everyone was like, Georgina. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking useless bastard. <laughs> yeah. No, it's oh, mate. Mate, I, I went to a few games during the Sarri season and it's just the abuse from left, right and centre all towards Jorginho. You know? Because yeah. <laughs> as an individual player, he's not that important. He doesn't actually <laughs> contribute that much. He's actually really bad. Right. <laughs> Yeah, right. like I would love to see his stats on on um you know backward passing. It's ridiculous. No, but I mean, so the one thing Sarri was good for at Chelsea was possession. The whole point then is is to say is that well the record books are going to suggest that Jorginho was the second best player in world football mm. for that year. Rightfully so. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, so I don't know, whatever, it doesn't really matter now. And it's it's all it's all been and done. I said we all knew what was gonna happen, but um yeah. you set me off, so I thought I would say my piece again yeah, um, good. on that particular issue. Yeah, we'll come back to it next week, mate. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. Yeah. Right. Um we'll move on, mate, to our um much awaited new segment, um spanner in the works. Um, which is really sort of, um, I guess, a segment for us to bring to attention some situations that have been ongoing in the world um, where where something's just gone a bit wrong. You know, things were looking good and um, someone's chucked a spanner in there, mate, just to sort of set things off a bit. Um, so I'll let you go first, mate. You can kick us off for the oh. first time ever. Oh. Thank uh, you. Our new segment, A Spanner in the Works. Oh, well, um, I'll start us off. I'll, I'll set the scene. All right. It's, it's actually happened today or... Uh... Or yesterday, depending on when you're listening, or mm. or, or a few days ago. Anyway, um, and Angelo Matthews, the uh, the well-known veteran of a uh, Sri Lanka cricket. Wow. I, don't yeah. know, I don't know if you saw this. I don't know if you saw this today. Did you see this? Did not see this, mate. Oh, oh well. So enlightening me as well as the audience, mate. So, so for the first time in a in absolutely donkey's years, Angelo Matthews has walked out to the crease. He set up for his first ball. And all of a sudden, he's got a problem with his helmet. You know, here's the here's the spanner in the works. His, his helmet's not working. All right, so he hasn't faced a ball yet, and uh, someone else has. Some a bloke's brought out the new helmet, and um, all of a sudden, the Bangladesh players they come in, I'm like, what's this spanner in the works? And they go to the umpire, mate, and they go, "How's that?" <laughs> because because um, Angelo Matthews has not faced a ball inside the allotted time. It takes. That you have to, you have to, you have to be at the crease bar and face your first <laughs> ball, and so the Bangladesh players have gone. How's that, Murray? Murray Erasmus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know Murray Erasmus. He's a stickler for the rules. Great yeah, umpire, yeah. and uh, he's only gone and given Angelo Matthews out. <laughs> so this bloke, he's walked out to the crease, realised his helmet doesn't work, and he's uh, walked off for a uh, naught off naught out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was absolutely fuming and uh, Imagine, came second innings and bowled some 60 mile an hour medium rockets in his anger. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Imagine they were dangerous. Yeah. Hey, for oh. First time ever, I think, in an international game, anyone's ever been timed out. It's a good Crazy. Effort. Well, everyone's got to be famous yeah. or something, mate. Yeah, so, so something didn't, you know, it was all looking good. It was all looking rosy. And... Uh, <laughs> mm. Poor old Angelo, Ange, big Ange. He is big a big Ange. Ange, to be fair. He is, he is yeah. He, uh, he's a very big Ange. And he's uh he's had to go back to the to the clubhouse, you know, throwing oh. his bat around. 
So fair play to him. And a uh, bit of a spanner in the works right there. And, and Bangladesh won the game, did they? Yeah, they did, mate. By by yeah. by a small margin as well. Was it a couple a of wickets? Of margins. By the beerest of margins, mate. Sri Lanka were they were out for they were out for some Bangladeshi blood in that mm. second innings. Mm. You know? The kind of day you want Lasseth Walinga bowling is round arm bounces. Oh mate. That's yeah. when that's well, when I just want to look up, see what uh see what his figures were. What Angelo? Big Ange. Yeah, exactly. Oh look here. Mate, fair play to a Sri Lankan bloke who came in after Angelo Matthews and just knocked a quick ton in a... I think it was two for 35, 7.1. Yeah, he meant that. That was a big two. I reckon there was a couple of, you know, a couple of limbs flying around there. Yeah, I can imagine. A couple of verbals in, in Sri Lankan. Well, he, uh, funnily enough, he actually bowled the... Uh, he got he got the Bangladesh captain out. Mm, what, Shakib? What Shakib. I thought he was banned. No, he's just been around the block, mate. He probably was banned at some point, but he's just been around for so long. He's just still rocking about. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. He's somehow their best player. Has probably been their best player for about 20 years. Yeah, fair. Mm. Or 1987. Good side, He's a solid 36 years old. Oh, it's looking up. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, no, fair enough. That is a real spanner, that, mate, when when, you, when one of your best batsmen yeah. gets gets out for uh, without facing a ball. Yeah, timed out. Yeah, that is tough. Mm. Good. Anyway, the uh, the main event is uh, is is your span of the works, mate. You big oh, wow. it up. Well, mate, um, you know we're big Formula One fans on this show, right? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, we're big Formula One fans on this show, and um, you know yeah, going into yeah, the, we are going into the race. Apparently, it was an exciting. It was going to be an exciting race. Um, the pundits were saying Charles Leclerc was. Charles Leclerc was well placed to give Max Verstappen a real fight for his money, um, which obviously wasn't going to be true. But you know they were saying that anyway. Um, Max Verstappen on pole, as you can imagine. But Charles Leclerc second on the grid. You know, can he cause some trouble? Cause something? Cause something to happen down that first couple of turns? You know, you never know. You never know. And um, well, they've gone out for the formation lap, as they do in Formula One. And um, bloody Charles Leclerc has only gone and stacked it during the formation that mate, and um, <laughs> crashed. So honestly, not too dissimilar to Angelo Matthews. His race was a did not start because he crashed yeah, that, that is a... during the formation that and was therefore unable to be in the race. Yeah, so, that, um, that is a spanner right there. I can imagine there was literally a spanner thrown in the works there, mate, as they tried to repair his oh. car. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm sure there were quite um, a few spanners. Yeah, no, fair enough. Charles Leclerc for providing this this week's F1 entertainment. Um, because <laughs> I bet you'll never guess who won the race. Um, Mate, let me guess. Um, it's Max Verstappen, wasn't it? it? Mate, it was. This week, he, he, hey. he won. Yeah, he did win it this week. Um, good, mate, good performance. Uh, I, mean, I think there's been there's been twenty races, and he's yeah. won seventeen. Yeah, entertaining, entertaining as always, mate. Yeah, um, yeah, no. Still, um, if uh, if this was you know Ballon d'Or, then um, then the bloke who won the one in the middle, he would get the award for the racer. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. no, that was a big race to be fair. Mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do yeah. remember it. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, I think I think it shows how horrendous. The, the other Red Bull bloke is. No, I, like, I, that, that, that is a true point, isn't it? I mean... Sure, surely he doesn't get another contract if he's just been absolutely dominated <laughs> this whole year. And he's got the same car. Confusing. Yeah, let's have a... I mean, obviously, I don't know this, so I'm going to have to look it up to see what the, the standings look like. He is in second place. Yeah, I think um, he's won two. Two of the three. He has, he has. So, so Carlos Sainz has won one race. Yeah, Ballon d'Or. Perez has won two, and Verstappen has won seventeen. Yeah, nice. Um, uh, yeah, Max Verstappen so has five hundred twenty-four points, and Perez is in second with two hundred fifty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> so <Wow. laughs> fairly lopsided there. Um, yeah. Well, I'll definitely be tuning in for the next Grand Prix. I've, yeah. I'll put it in my calendar. Do you want to know what it is, mate? I'm sure there's another exciting one coming up soon here. Yeah, I wonder if uh, 
Mate, I'll tell you what Verstappen should do is he should just purposely not do qualifying. What? Just start, start, just start in 20th. See how he I goes. think he wins. I think yeah, he wins. Because no, so I seem to remember, wasn't there a race yeah. this year where he started in 14th or something? Mm. And what? Just, just tore apart the field. Yeah. And was favoured to win, I think. I think the odds still had him as the odds-on favourite to win the race. Yeah. Mate, yeah. I also feel like in that race, he also took a... A, uh, an extra pit stop over everyone else as well. Mm. <laughs> just yeah. to sort of, you know, just he just got tempted, wouldn't you, to just sort of mess around with it at this point and have some fun and try and figure out what, yeah, you know, what Mate, I, I think what challenge yourself, is make it interesting. Like a, what they should do is they do, they should do like a like an American draft every year. Yeah, and so no one is in the same car the next year, and basically you sort of you sort of tot up who the best drivers are, and then. Like Williams can have the first choice. I think that's it, right? Like... So the best driver ends up in the worst car for next year. Yeah, yeah. Or they just should fucking standardize it like the Americans do and give everyone the same car and see yeah, well, what. You know. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't want them going around a circle like Americans. No, no, no. But something so that it's not just the fucking same. I mean, what is the point of watching it? Yeah. Oh no, no point. It takes ages as well. God, man. Still, oh, F1A. Don't, don't bring that up to our mates or they'll tell you about some thrilling battle for who's going to come in eighth. Oh, God, watch yeah. the middle battles, yeah. mate. It's so interesting. So, okay. All right, mate. Cheers. Mate, do you see how that bloke just got that one point? Oh, it was mental, mate. I mean, it's still... Unreal things. Mate, it's funny. It's actually a sport where people go to watch for the crashes. Like people turn on, people turn on for the first half and just don't see a crash and then just, you know, go about their, their day. It's just so boring. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. Mate, I, could, I could come to watch cricket and just hope that someone just gets absolutely blazed on the noggin. Yeah. You could do that. You know? Yeah. I could do. I don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, fair enough, mate. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Right. Um, Chelsea are on in five minutes. So you probably want to wrap this up now. Well, it's, it's it's twenty minutes. I don't, don't, know, don't know if your clock's wrong. Yeah. Clock's well, mate, to be honest, I don't even really like watching Chelsea. Man, to be honest, yeah. I sort of feel like I have to be there rather than I want to be there. But you know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll keep rolling with the punches. Yeah, I'll keep rolling with the punches. Chuck yeah. out the you got any more content for us then? Well, the odds of that being like a VAR, VAR call five minutes in. It takes high. 10 minutes. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, quite, quite controversy, mate. What's that? I do just love, I just, I just love seeing controversy in VAR because I hate it so much. Mm. But it's almost quite palpable when you see uh, when you see VAR's just been, you know, been criticised. Well, it's always again. nice seeing someone you don't like affected by something that annoys you, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. Allah, you're thinking of Arteta. Yeah. Mate, there was quite a funny, quite a funny thing I saw, which was he, uh, about four weeks ago, he goes, "Oh, still work in progress. You just gotta, you gotta let them do it. You know, you just mm. gotta let them. There will be mistakes, but you just gotta yeah. be the bigger man." No, he's that very sort of <laughs> righteous <laughs> character, isn't he, Mikel Arteta? Mm. Um, yeah. When you know, when 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 push comes to shove, um, and it's affecting him, his uh, temperament and patience seems to disappear at an alarming rate. Yeah, no, mate. You've actually introduced the new segment there. When push comes to shove, mm, absolutely. You know? yeah. When push yeah. does, when push does come to shove, yeah. You know, Arteta is not the man everyone thinks he is. No, no, he's a spoiled brat. Five. Mm. That's what yeah. he is. So when shove comes to push, yeah, indeed, mate. Um, you know, uh, honestly, I think a lot of his squad embodies that too. I think they're they're whingy, they're whiny, they complain to referees, they get upset too easily. I think that's why in those scrappy games where the crowd's against them and all that kind of stuff, they don't come out on top. I, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think there is yeah, a I, direct correlation there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm worried for Arsenal because I really am not worried at all. No, I no, would say, yeah. if I was an Arsenal fan, I don't think they are going to be anywhere near where they were last year. No, and I think a big part of it is that no matter what anyone wants to say about Gabriel Jesus, he doesn't stay fit and he's not a consistent goal scorer when he is. So he looked great for a period of time at the start of last season, but not many teams win the title without a top draw striker. Now, notice I didn't say none because 
there are examples from last year example with City but City also had like a number of world-class attackers and I know the narrative is a certain way regarding Saka and Martinelli and all those kind of guys I still don't think they're world-class attackers personally I think there's a massive there's so much hype about Martinelli it's just from the Arsenal fan base and I'll be honest same thing you know yeah, I mean, I mean, Saka's at least he, he he's sort of shown his he's sort of been around for for quite a few years now, and he sort of I feel like he's showing that element of consistency of a, of a truly pretty good player. Whereas no, I just I feel think, like I think he's a good running. player. I just don't think he's world class. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I, I agree with you, mate. I mean, you, obviously, we talked about last week, but you compared to City and even yeah. Liverpool's front few players, I think they're they're just a different that's, class. That's what I would say is is that. Arsenal don't have a top-class centre-forward. I don't mm. even think they have a, a good centre-forward, personally. Um, you know, and Ketia's still getting games, all that kind of, you know, it's just such an average player. And so I just, like I say, if you don't have an elite centre-forward, the only way to being up there competing for them titles is to have a number of top-class wingers and attacking players. I, I think I said City last year. I, me- I meant, obviously, two years ago, they had Holland last year. He was decent. Yeah, um, no, I, no, I was sort of zoned out <laughs> briefly. I was like, hang on a minute, he hasn't yeah, said that. No, but but you remember two years ago, they didn't really have a striker, right? And it was like, oh, but they don't need one somehow. So that's the kind of the thing I'd say is like, that is because they had six world-class attacking players they could fit into their front three mm. and just ball with. You know, and that's why yeah. when the summer transfer window came around and, and, and when they, whenever City sell players... They go to Barcelona and places like that. It's because they're top-class players. Hypothetically, right, if Martinelli was for sale, or, or not so much for sale, but but like, who's coming in for him? Mate, I, I, I can who's so see him going into Milan, you know? Just sort of like a... But even into Milan, no. like, actually. That's all I'm just saying. Like, yeah. I, I just, I don't think... I don't think that that you know that that to me is 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 the point I would make. And you look at Harry Kane, got his move, and it was to Bayern Munich. But there had been noise around Harry Kane moving for so long, right? Mm. It's because he was top class, so people are interested. Have you heard any rumours about Saka or Martinelli ever about clubs being interested, no. clubs being willing to pay a hundred million? Clubs, you know, no. I get you. It's it's that sort of element as if like if he was to go to like a. If he was to go to any other club, he wouldn't light it up, would he? It's not like well, if he came no. if he came to Chelsea, I just feel like he wouldn't hold his own. <laughs> that and that's at Chelsea. He really aren't a great right. side of them. Uh, nobody nobody thinks they will, which is why they're not looking at signing him. You know, you look at and you want a prime example of what I'm talking about. Look at the fact that Man City bid eighty something million for Paqueta, right? And then mm. reportedly had agreed personal terms. The deal was then ditched because that was when the whole gambling controversy came out. He's seemingly since been clear, but you, you know the point being, they were willing to spend a lot of money to try and get him mm. to play for them. And and it's like, well, to me, it's no real surprise that no one's doing that for Martinelli, for Saka, for Gabriel Jesus, for Enketia. Like, you know, it, it, yeah, they're just not. Mate, and 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 the funny thing is, Arsenal will just massively overpriced them as well. So everyone knows that not only are they not going to be like really, really class players, they're also just going to be massively overpriced for which they could pick up a, an equally good player for about half Precisely. of it. You know? Precisely, yeah. Yeah, it'd be, interesting. it'd be interesting to see how they get on these next few weeks. I think it's quite an important, pivotal part of their season. They're going to have a Champions League game. Obviously, they lost to to Lens and then, and then you know, they've got, got big games in the Premier League. It's on a bit of a poor run. Uh, and it's quite quite tight up at the top all of a sudden now. So, um yeah, we will be I'd like I'd like to end on a on a final on a final uh, a point. Maybe, maybe we could maybe we could sort of have a little battle there for next week. Yeah. And I and I and I want to say how long do you reckon it's Reese James's first start in about 13 minutes since the opening day of the Premier League season? Is his first Premier League start since the opening day? And I, and I and I think we can have a little game of who can guess how long he's going to last. <laughs> Yeah, right. I think his next injury will happen in training. No, actually, in <laughs> training. I'm going to go with not this game, but the next one. He won't make it to half time. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll go off with a niggle after 75 minutes. Okay. And then they might start in the next game, and then he'll go off after 30. 
So, so you, I'll you... say I was going to say he's going to be subbed off at seventy-five. Okay, all right. Yeah. That would be a spanner. That would be a spanner. Spanner for next. Mm, indeed, indeed. Well, there we, we go. There we go. Have to roll with. Mm, he would. He would have to roll with. Him. He's a big boy too, so he should be able to. Yeah, yeah. strong lad. Yeah, strong. Yeah, it's all muscle. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, with that, uh, and because Chelsea are about to start, we will sign off for this week. Um, the uh, the podcast, as promised, will be released in a timely manner, and on that Monday evening, Tuesday morning window, and um, hopefully that means you can you know start to look forward to this show uh, being available and uh, know mm. when it's coming instead of the slightly random. Uh, distribution of it that, that was going on beforehand. Um, as always, please, please, if you get a chance and you enjoyed the show, give us a give us a nice rating and review, and uh, check us out on the social media platforms. Are we um, starting to produce content, Charlie? Or... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So, so we we uh, we we dropped a uh, we dropped a quick TikTok last week saying uh, episode nine out. <laughs> so, uh, so I'll try I'll try and elaborate on it this week, mate. I'll talk to the uh, head of marketing, as it's you know. As yeah. as as is so you know, well acclaimed. Talk to the head of marketing and uh, and the TikTok account yeah. owner and see what they have to say. Yeah, I'll let I'll, I'll let mm. them know that you know, get going, mate. You know, it happens to be the same bloke, I think. Running. Yeah, I think. No, 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 yeah, yeah. No. I know him quite well, actually. Oh, do you? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good bloke, actually. Yeah, do you see him yeah. a lot? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, good one. Yeah, good one. Yeah, cheers, uh, mate. Yeah. yeah, I see him a bit. Mm. If you yeah. can't find him, mate, maybe go and uh, uh, do they have halls of mirrors in the UK? Is that a pla- is that a thing? Well, there's a, there's a mirror in the uh, in the bathroom, so maybe, oh, yeah, maybe okay. so if you look at, if, if you can't find him, mate, just go check out the mirror and uh, see if he's yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll do, mate. Appreciate it. Appreciate the help. Yeah, of course, and, mate. Uh, hopefully, this, hopefully the podcast will be out this evening. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. Cheers. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, cheers. Well, no, 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 cheers, mate. See you next time, mate. Yeah, see, see you, mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thank you. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.